we are recording. Hey, good people. Welcome back. I'm Ashley. I'm Sheena. You guys know we're the voices behind Jesus, business, and culture. JBC. JBC. What up? Yo, what up, though? I'm so excited to be back, to be recording. Yeah, I know. We are here. Uh, we recorded it two weeks ago, and now we're here. We're back on our regularly scheduled program that was a little bit of a tongue that twister. was a little bit of a tongue regularly lily regularly <clears throat> you're right over there i'm good are you, you know. preparing because this 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 episode is going to be a little bit of you i hope not you know you the driving force behind this thing uh-huh. i just i just put the wires and stuff together anyways i'm excited about today wow you just gonna just skip over it. yeah because it's not true and how's life been life is really good it's great so great. i can't believe we're halfway through june already which is wild i know it's wild summer's happening we got some fun vacations coming up we're going to talk about in the future um but today we got vacations plural it's a vacation yeah big one big vacation i know i'm re- i need to take another vacation i gotta i I, I have to keep taking days off because I continue to reach my max and cap out. Yeah, the panorama um, had a lot of people with a lot of extra vacation. So I, I feel like they, that they should just let us accrue for the rest of the year. Yeah, they should. Spe- I mean, speaking of vacation days, yes, I heard a rumor that the federal government just gave us another vacation day. We're going to talk about that today. Yeah, them jokers. Them jokers. But before we do that, I'm not. Yeah, we got to start the way we always do. How's that? You know. What? Oh, yeah. The worship song of the episode. <laughs> yes. So, uh, worship. Yeah, I guess we have to change. It's not the worship song of the week. It's not, it's not the not week, week because, yeah, we. We, we got to rebrand that, I guess. We did because we used to record every week. And that was, was just a, that was just that a was lot. Just too much. It's emotional. It's a lot of stuff that goes yes. on. I need to process my I feelings. This time so, I don't get angry. But, and, yeah, too much. So worship song of the episode <laughs> is actually an entire album that we want to highlight based yeah. on the topic of the day. So you guys know at this point, Maverick, Maverick City Music can do absolutely no wrong. We should we should talk a little bit about Chandler more, but I guess that's the subject for another oh, day. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could just throw it on top some, of this. Yeah, I just, some, twerk, we, some, we stand with some, Chandler more twerking on his I wedding know, day. No, you better twerk on your... Just live your best life. I'm going to twerk on my husband. You're married. Live your best life. But I'm a, if you... if Listen, you got a problem with it? Unfollow me. Get yeah. off my page. I, yeah, I mean, and this is not the topic of the conversation today, but it, it is like... And I was talking to a, a friend who has a preteen. We were just talking about like if you have an issue with it, one, unfollow me as a grown adult. Like I'm confused. Two, if you are leading youth who are asking questions because they saw this photo, what does this mean? What a great opportunity to teach and learn and grow and answer questions without being weird and strange. And three, I think what was wild was like, are you really wishing harm on someone's wedding over that? Yeah, that photo? was wild. Like, that was really wild. That was wild. So, the saints. The saints, the saints and the ain'ts. The saints Jackie came Hilberry through. The yeah. saints. That was wild. But nevertheless, Maverick Wait. City Music can do no wrong, including their twerking for me in this current moment. Obviously, they're human, so like they could make mistakes. But I, I'm gonna stick beside them. I'm gonna stick beside them, and I'm gonna stream this album. Yeah, and this album that they released is called Jubilee, and it's the Juneteenth edition. And it, we're not even gonna do one song because we probably are gonna share some of the songs throughout. The upcoming episodes, but it is—is is it a two-sider? It's an A-side and a B-side. It, and for you young people, 
<laughs> let them know. Back in the day, there was a cassette tape. Yeah. That was an A side and a B side. And you had to flip it over because not all cassette players automatically flipped it oh, over. Oh, definitely to the, not. Did you have an automatic one? Well, mm. keep going. Not all of them flipped over. Once that thing got to the end, it would make this little like noise. This little like it was almost like a clicking noise and mm-hmm. clicking because it's not going anymore. And the don't mess up the rolling. tape. You got oh, you got to you got to get the pencil, pencil in there. And, roll yeah. and if you don't have a pencil, you put yeah. your finger yeah, in there. For me, it was always the pinky. the pinky. That was the pinky was the right yeah. size. And then you got to flip it over and yeah. you got to flip it and sometimes flip it twice because if you just flip it, you got to make sure you turn it to the right side. Listen, the, the young people will never know. know. Y'all don't All know. All we know right now is that. Maverick City Music released an album that's got an A and a B side. And that means there's a bajillion songs on it. Mm -hmm. And it's really a story and a worship experience about Jubilee, which is really another word for freedom. And, you know, they tied it in and really telling a lot about Juneteenth. Um, And it's just, it's so refreshing, especially in this day and age. I feel like there's so much contention with being committed and uh, passionate about black lives mattering about the movement for racial equality um especially in the church it's like it's been so silent from so many um white evangelicals so it's 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 just refreshing and encouraging to have an album that really speaks to black culture and black history and also being believers and I think what I love most is that they really tied in a worship experience around jubilee because the ultimate freedom the, well, the ultimate freedom day say it again is now. being hey. born again All and right. able to spend eternity with christ and like they just it's just beautifully intertwined that they would take a celebration like juneteenth like jubilee like freedom day and tie it into the ultimate freedom and so if you haven't had a chance to listen to this album if you don't know anything about juneteenth other than it seems like it's controversial and why do we do this and what what does this mean listen to this album like as a believer and as a non-believer whatever like it's just it tells a good story and it tells the history and it also just talks about the true freedom which is freedom in christ so just very excited i can't wait to share some of the specific songs that we're kind of loving i have a couple already if you can believe that what you oh, but i write in the car already a lot so i feel like mm-hmm. i have a lot of time to like listen i i listen to mine like an old person while i'm cleaning up so yeah so anyway anywho we are going to talk about juneteenth and because we have our resident texan here um (sighs) where you know juneteenth celebrations originated she's gonna give us a little bit of snip as a little snippet a little tidbit about like the history of juneteenth and what it was like growing up in texas celebrating juneteenth because i will tell you granted i grew up in new york and in a small predominantly white town so like our Juneteenth celebrations were typically me and my dad like reading a book and et cetera, <laughs> because, you know, he was always making me read some Malcolm X or the autobiography from Malcolm X or the autobiography of an ex-colored man. And all these all, all these books that you shouldn't read in third grade. But nevertheless, here we were. So you grew up in Texas. I did. Tell us a little bit about Juneteenth and what it means like to the world, but specifically like to Texans. Well, first of all, these jokers, let's start with that. These jokers passed this bill. Oh this, yeah. This for, I'm sorry. How can I even let's, forget let's, about let's this? Let's start about, let's talk about yeah. these jokers passing this bill so that they can get a day off. <laughs> like, so it was unanimously passed in the Senate. If I'm not mistaken. 
but 14 House Republicans voted against it. So, you know, I have a little note on my thing. Uh, thank you for your honesty and transparency. Mm. But basically, it was signed uh, into law that Juneteenth would become a federal holiday. And the thing is that we were talking about and a lot of the sentiment around it was that, like, we didn't ask for that. And we didn't. We kind of did. But, like, there's so many other much more important things that we want to get into. But Juneteenth, to me, as a Texan, that's when I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm black, black, black y'all. <laughs> it is like, I love it. it is when the blacks in Texas celebrate. I hate that you said the blacks. but keep And going. in my hometown of Tyler, Texas, it is a celebration like no other. I'm talking about all of the fancy cars. People be written, um, written rims for the weekend the corvette club comes out and they in their corvettes the horses are out is there like a court did you win something where you missed i i won the juneteenth scholarship so i did get to ride on like the corvette and like wave and all that kind of stuff every year there's a themed t-shirt and you go to Mr. T and buy your t-shirts. Wow, uh, that sounds the, nice. I the, like that. The, the gas station that's on Martin Luther King. Because uh, what black neighborhood even exists? Yeah, you know Luther what I'm King saying? Boulevard. Uh, so, so Juneteenth for us was big, especially in Texas, uh, because June 19th, 1865, slaves in the Confederacy were finally liberated um, in Galveston, Texas. And the law had actually been signed more than two years prior. So... You know, they milking the system a little bit more. Uh, Texas making their own rules. Shocking. Per usual. Um, and so in Texas, it's a huge celebration. And whenever, when I moved to Tulsa, people didn't know. People didn't, like Juneteenth, what? No. When I moved to Orlando. Well, this people is were like, place. Juneteenth, what? I was like, yeah, we're not going to grill. We're not going to put some, we're not going to put some food on the grill. We're not going to get some red soda get our watermelon and all that stuff and do all of the traditional things that we would do in Texas. And they're like, we don't even know what Juneteenth is. I was like, what the heck? I was a cusser back then. So it was a little <laughs> bit more harsher than that. <laughs> in New York, it was a little better, but still people were like, ah, and it wasn't as it, it wasn't what it was in Texas. And um, like I said, it was a parade. Um, uh, people were in, was in, in a parade through neighbor, through the neighborhoods. And it ended at, uh, mm -hmm. Fun Forest Park, that was the the name of the park where it ended, and people would just like pull in, park their cars. There would be bounce houses for kids and different little activities and stuff, and um, they would typically have like the radio stations out there, and it would be just like a big, huge party and celebration. Um, I'm hoping that people celebrate it for the right reasons, um, yeah. you know, but it was a it was a huge celebration for uh, the black community. And then we would end up at the truckers dance at the end of the day. Oh, there's a dance at oh, the end. Oh, the truckers dance. When I finally got to go to the truckers dance, they basically ran out like our event hall, which was, I mean, it was a really nice size event hall. Um, and it was BYOB. Bring, that sounds bring mm. your Bring your own bottle. That sounds very dangerous. Bring your own bottle. Yeah, I knew it wasn't beer. No glass beer 
because you know like people not gonna break a bottle of alcohol but they will break a glass because yeah, it's like cheap enough to you know like, they'll break a glass you know yeah. and we we the the couple of times that i went because i actually brought a couple of my friends down from dallas to go they probably and it was <laughs> it was a blast we had it, you know and it was just like from age 21 to like 65 plus and just in there having a good time people having their little like drinks and stuff on the side and it was just a it's just a big you know it was just a big celebration yeah i mean and i'm i'm i listen i think it's really great that it's a federal holiday and we're recognizing that like when we celebrate july 4th which you can do both by the way like and you should do both um that we were eliminating and leaving out several people all of the black people who weren't free and so like the argument of like well i'm gonna celebrate july 4th is like okay great you go for it celebrate but what would be what would be negative about celebrating the freedom and the liberation of everybody in the country yeah yeah it just sounds it sounds really odd that that's like even a debate and like even a thing to go back and forth on and i feel like listen if you are mad about Juneteenth, you're just you're you're missing the point, right? But, yeah, and the thing is, is that people are gonna take that day off, and they're gonna use it as a vacation day to further, like, to go on vacation and take their families on vacation and probably experience all kinds of luxury and stuff that some of the people like who it's really in celebration of, you know, they won't get, won't get, and and that's. Like, to me, this was just some crumbs for us to pick up. It kind of reminds me of, like, so here's the thing. Very happy that they've they've passed this bill and that Juneteenth will be officially recognized as a federal yes. holiday. But it feels a little bit like at the end of the year when your employees have been complaining about wanting equal pay and uh, efficient maternity and paternity and family leave and um, they want to have flexible work schedules and opportunities to learn and grow but instead we just throw a pizza party yeah like that's what it feels like right now right like instead of addressing all of the issues it feels very much like well but we well here's pizza facts we we threw you a pizza party so right. go ahead tell me your thoughts and and here's the thing i i know that the title of this episode the episode is we didn't ask for this um and we actually did ask for it. I have to um, definitely shout out uh, Opal Lee of Fort Worth, Texas. She's been, she's 94 and she has been peti- petitioning awesome. for this for a very long time. And it, and it has come to the floor a couple of times. I mean, Trump was, you know, 45 was, you know, an article came out about him talking about the blacks are upset with me. <laughs> The blacks are mad at me, um, you know, because this was one of his things that he wanted to do was make Juneteenth. Well, he said that Juneteenth was more known because of him. Um, yeah, he's claiming all the victories. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, but that's anyway, enough giving him. I know. But we, so I can't say that we didn't ask for this, but it's more so that there are so many other bills that are on the floor that actually mean something. And so this kind of goes into the performative behavior and this is probably some verbiage that I haven't used or we haven't used on the podcast 
because we've been talking about it like in our own just personal conversations, but it just seems like it's just the performative behavior that we see even just from companies and things like that. And so um, I'm not upset. I'm just, I just know that there are way more important things, especially since states are now banning these conversations about race, slavery, um, in the class, race and slavery and systematic racism. Yes. All of that in the classroom. Redlining. So you get this holiday off, but like kids or people won't be able to discuss in the classroom why they get this holiday off. And so, you know, as a, as a as a, as a member of uh, the black community, you know, I just feel like it's, yeah. feel a little used there I, I mean and I get that and the timing of it is not lost on us right like obviously we've had a year and a half of like this uprising and like greater demand I then again I use that word and that phrase loosely because there's a lot of people bigger better educated than you and I who have been advocating for these bills and doing all these things but it just is like this is like this feels a little bit like another one of those but we painted the streets Right. So let's talk a little bit about like some of this performative stuff. Right. Like, yeah, I know we, you and I were going back and forth. So like again, happy Juneteenth is a federal holiday. But like it feels a little bit like when we were like, hey, maybe stop this. Stop killing people in the street if they have a speeding ticket. And instead we got what? What do you think? Oh, well, we got uh, painting Black Lives Matter on the street. Yeah. Uh, so people continue to just drive over us. <laughs> Uh, you know um, these murals that continue to get defiled and like vandalized vandalized on a daily the as quick as they restore it it is vandalized so you know I don't I don't want you to type or write and, and commission somebody to write Black Lives Matter on the side of the building if you're not going to implement laws that actually show that black lives matter. Yeah. Like your black square doesn't mean too much to me. Yeah. Like your black square. I actually go back and look for people's black squares just to see where you were. Like I was looking, we were looking at a swimmer last week oh, and Lord. I was like, oh, did he put up a black square? Cause that's how I'm going <laughs> to support you. Did you put up a black square or not? Because the black square, I mean, at least you, you would, you, you, is it's at least an action. <laughs> it may be performative, but it at least an a- is an action. But neither here nor there. But the Kenty cloth. That one was really uh, rough. To kneel and pose for a photo by some of our uh, government officials. Like, we didn't ask for that. Um, yeah. And then the PR stunts by some of um, our top brands and favorite brands and companies over the, you know, over the course of the last year. Um, we didn't ask for that, especially if you're not putting pen to paper and you're not putting your foot on the gas to make some progress or to support the black community and that, um, you know, you didn't just use that time and this period of unrest for your own personal gain for your companies. Yeah, like if like you know, there I can't remember what the name of the campaign was, and I know that they're they're still holding people accountable. But it was like, if you're like putting out like Black Lives Matter and selling a lot of T-shirts and a lot of X, Y, and Z, but like there's still no Black people on your board, 
um, or there's still no black people on your sea level or there's still no black people in your leadership. Like it's kind of a moot point. Right. Um, because like the, like and everyone gets so upset, like systematic racism, like, well, I mean, you know, we hear often like, well, you are both successful women. Like, how can you think that you don't have privilege and how can you think that like systematic racism exists? And then how did you make it? And it's like, I made it in spite of those things. Right. right. And like, and like, I think about how much further along like families would be if there wasn't a bajillion years of redlining and um, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and all, and just all the things that, you know, like discriminatory, discriminatory policing and all, and all of these things. Like, so it's just like, it's, we, we don't, we don't need any of the performative. We don't need any of the PR stunts. Mm-mm. What we need is real action. And so Thanks. some of those things, and then we're going to continue to beat this drum because like, <coughs> I, I, I literally don't black lives matter. Like, I hope that you hired a black artist and put some money in that black artist's pocket. And right. that money circulated like black through the black community. But if not, and you just, you know, hired, you know, whomever to do that like it doesn't doesn't change anything like doesn't change the day-to-day of like the lives and the people who are impacted by these systems like somebody said the other day and i i haven't fact checked this but like harriet tudman died ronald reagan was alive yeah i need to look at that i've seen that Um, and i don't know if that's i again don't fact we'll fact check it maybe at the end of the episode and follow up but like i just think that this like concept that like slavery segregation slavery jim crow reconstruction i'm saying these out of order segregation all of these things were so so long ago and like everybody just move on but like the impact and the effect of these things and i keep using redlining because i sell real estate so like i see it so clearly in our community i see that if you cross the the railroad tracks and division in orlando like how the communities are different i see how we have highways running through neighborhoods i see how we you know what i mean like i see the predatory lending that happens for black people i see how we like there were actually like in the census in the 1950 like in the like 50s might be the wrong time frame but nevertheless like it would say like mixed races influx of negroes and then they wouldn't give loans to buy for people to buy houses in those neighborhoods because they didn't want to promote like and build that neighborhood up. They wanted it to be poverty. Like that's in writing. Right. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like, so thank you for painting black lives matter on the street. But like, if we didn't fix the laws that allow banks to discriminate against people and how they give loans and how they give interest rates and how to keep people chronically in debt, then it's like a moot point. Right. There was also a TikTok. you know, I'd be on the tic tac every now and then. She's young y'all. Um, and there was a TikTok of talking about, and I needed to look this up, but talking about like the prisons, there's of course like many of our uh, black men going to prisons and they get counted in the yeah. area and boost their number of representatives and all of that stuff. So basically taking them out of the black community, but using it to their yeah, advantage. So, yeah. So essentially what's hap- what continues to happen is that you arrest a bunch of black and brown people. And instead of putting them in prisons in their own communities, you put them in rural prisons that have small, predominantly white towns. Mm-hmm. Um, and they claim it's about land and like, oh, well, you can build prisons out here. But like, that's not it. And it's about so then those black and brown people get counted in the census. Mm-hmm. And it, that impacts. Obviously, we all know how many representatives you have funding, et cetera, et cetera. It also disproportionately 
um, adds diversity into <laughs> that community. Yeah. And it's just wild. It's just criminal. It's so, just criminal. What are some of the, like we said we were going to beat this drum, like on top of your list, for me, you know, it's about money and, and real estate, but like there are many other things. Like we said we were going to beat this drum, like what's on that drum beat for you? Uh, the main thing is police accountability. Yeah, let's talk so, about that. So uh, removing the qualified immunity, uh, body cams. I know that they have started to implement that a little bit more, but even just like transparency to the public and like releasing that body cam footage, like, no, let the public see, let, let them see um, what's happening. Um, but also just the accountability of if you mess up that way, you should get punished. Like if I mess up, I get punished in some kind of way, or I'm going to go through for my job. I'm going to have a, a conversation with HR potentially. Like if I'm, I'm out here, you know, killing people and shooting people and all this kind of stuff. Like, I feel like there should be a strikes policy or something. Yeah, it's it's odd to me that cameras, it's not odd to me. You only don't want a camera following you, holding you accountable if you're consistently doing something wrong. Now, don't get me wrong. Mistakes happen. People make mistakes. People aren't perfect. Mm -hmm. If that was the case, we'd all be Jesus, right? So, like, I get that people make mistakes. I get that people lose their temper. I get that. And and this is just in life. Like, I'm not even talking specifically about policing, but, like, bringing it back. I will bring it back. Like, you only don't want the cameras there if you're at fault consistently. Right. Right? Like, the camera, like, if you're doing your job well... And I, as a citizen, am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. We should both want the cameras there. Right. Right? Like, now, if I'm doing something wrong and you're holding me accountable, police officer, you should want the camera there because then yeah. it should show, hey, 100%. Ashley ran the red light. I pulled her over. I gave her a ticket. Ashley left safely. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. it's just confusing to me that, like, we have this entire, uh, like, system that, is like being held accountable is wrong. Yeah. And it's like, well, what are you consistently do- hiding? And if somebody goes against w- your quote unquote truth, they get punished, fired, whatever. Right. So that's one thing. Police accountability. I mean, there's, it's like, there's a bunch of bullet points that I could go in through, the, uh, put under that, but, but just overall accountability. Uh, as they continue to uh, make voting difficult, passing the John Lewis Voting Rights Act—that's can we can we get that? Like as you as they continue like session after session, state after state, trying to make voting hard, harder, taking away polling places, um, making giving out water a crime and all of this a crime like, a crime to give out water, not even like to sell water, but just to give water. Because there were there are long lines and it's hot in yeah, Atlanta, and, 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 and apparently participating in the democracy is a, cr- is a criminal I mean, act. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like being hydrated while you wait into, I don't know, do the rights that we swear we care so much about. Facts. Yeah. Uh, you can go ahead and give me my money for reparations, and you know what? I don't even want it. I don't even want it, but. Like rebuilding some of these communities, like Tulsa, yeah, like 
And like that's like one of many. That's one of so many. But that one. But the fact that they hadn't really recognized and people didn't even know about the Tulsa massacre. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I I don't think I knew about the Tulsa massacre in its totality until you moved to Tulsa in 2010. Is I mean crazy. And I have to shout out Mike uh, Todd and Transformation Church for giving a hundred thousand dollars to that community to start rebuilding that community and uh, was it a hundred thousand dollars or was it a million no it was a million dollars to that and the compute and the communities but um it was a hundred thousand specifically for um the uh what is it greenwood Mm -hmm. um that like that area and i think one of the survivors was there yeah she was as well and so i have to shout out for um shout out transformation to like legit year after year they do this and they're the hand like legit being the hands and feet of jesus and and giving back to the community so you know yeah i i just had to to give them so i don't even want the reparations because i don't even know how that will work out but uh you could forgive my part of my student loans like i didn't pay you back <laughs> yeah i mean that I, is one thing that i have asked for yeah I, I mean there's a there's so many things like i always use the example regarding like reparations and student loan debt and all that it's just like i just maybe i could get the maybe i could get the gi uh uh va funding that my grandfather didn't get because Facts. he wasn't considered a citizen Ooh. in the country that he just came back from war like you know what? Like I feel strongly that had my grandfather been able to get a fair loan and an education the same way somebody else's white grandfather would have gotten, like that probably would have set my family up for for significant generational, maybe not well, maybe I'm not Jeff Bezos, but like I'm just talking about like opportunities because what well, in spite of being denied mm-hmm. those opportunities, my grandparents, both sets of my grandparents because both of my grandfathers served in the wars. Um were able to buy homes and leave them and do all of the things like I recognize now in hindsight, like how big of a deal that was, but like in spite of that. So it's like from a reparation standpoint, like I think everyone's like, Oh, you're just looking for a hand. I'm like, no, I'm just looking for what was mine. Yeah. Like how you fight for a country to have its democracy held intact and for our freedoms and then get back to your land and be like, not for you. Yeah. Like, think about how many people weren't able to build houses and we know in this country specifically in most of the world land is your greatest asset right owning land and owning a home is your greatest asset and generations that i knew well were denied that opportunity so while there's other families white families who buying houses, passing down land, maybe living in a grandparent's house that was paid off. So think about what you would have done. Think about what would have happened if my grandparents left their house to me and I could have lived in it for five years rent-free after college. Yeah. Or I could have sold it and used that money to pay for school. Mm -hmm. But like, we didn't get those opportunities. Didn't get that opportunity. So, like, that's what we mean from reparations. Like, it's not about just like, oh, well, you know what? The government owes me X amount of dollars. Yes, that's what we're saying. Yeah. But there's, there's like so significant many reasons why. Yeah. And I'm just using this one. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started about like the loans that we did get had ridiculous interest compared to the loans that our counterparts ha- had. Like, Ooh. I could go on and on and on. And like, I had somebody else say to me, like, I can't believe that you would support loan forgiveness after you paid off all of your student loan debt. And I'm like, 
how selfish of an individual do I have to be? That's, I, that's, it reminds me of the prodigal son's brother. Oh, right. Like if you're upset that somebody else is going to have an opportunity to maybe have 10,000 or all of their student loan debt wiped away. Um, you have the same response to me as the prodigal son's brother. So the prodigal son goes away. For those of you who don't know the story, he asks for his inheritance early and he goes away. He ends up squandering it. He just lives. He parties. He is lit in these streets. Right. And then he realizes like, I'm eating slop with the pigs. Like even my dad's servants like are eating better than me. Right. Mm -hmm. So he goes home and his father runs out, greets him, kisses his face, puts a robe around him. And the older brother who had stayed and worked diligently was offended and for a while, I kind of got that. I was like, well, I mean, I get it. Like, he worked hard. He was he was, li- he was right there helping you. But, like, how selfish do you have to be to not want somebody who was lost and down and buried in debt to not have the same freedom that you have? Yeah. And, yes, would it have been nice if somebody said, like, oh, we paid off 10000 of your sixty thousand dollars seventy thousand dollars yeah it would have been but i i've been gracious and i've been blessed enough to have the opportunity to do that and i want that for everybody there's no piece of me that's like because i suffered it sucked for me it has to suck and suffer for you yeah that's not pour yourself up by your booster that well and like the big thing is is like that's not jesus Mm. what we are a christian society that's not jesus like we never would say to jesus well your sins were great your sins aren't really the blood's not good for your sins. Mm. And and I really had to suffer, so you should have to suffer too. Yeah, that's good. It's just not it's just not it's just not Jesus. That's good. So I mean, yeah. I, I mean at the end of it's just equality, right? It's equity. Equity. I don't that's I don't I don't need I was looking I was like, no, I don't think I want that's not it. It's yeah, equity. It's equity. It's it's having the it's having the opportunity to succeed at at what's important and what's valuable and what's convenient is not the right word, but like it's equity. And, and I know that that stupid little like illustration of like all the people standing on different size um, boxes is yeah. like, but it's, it's not a quality. I don't want all things to be the same. Yeah. I just want them to be that's equitable. Good. That's good. No, that's good. Yeah. So Juneteenth was lit we lit well i didn't do nothing i i actually didn't feel like celebrating anything oh what's real i worked because what else is new but but my hometown i was looking at people's stories it was lit yeah because kirk franklin posted something you were like this is my entire childhood this was it it was like parades and t-shirts and so can we go maybe next year to tyler for juneteenth sure yeah i'm in for that yeah so I, what I would say as we kind of like wrap up this episode is if you're listening and you don't understand Juneteenth or you've never experienced Juneteenth or um, you're thinking about celebrating for the first time and maybe your uh, skin hue is a little bit lighter than mine or Sheena's um, and you're no, no, like what I, what I don't, what I would encourage you to do is to celebrate respectfully. We are not saying that Juneteenth is only a holiday now that it's a federal holiday, like, well, it's a federal holiday, but we don't want you to participate in it. What we don't want you to do is make a mockery of it like Cinco de Mayo. Right. Don't say build a wall, but then go have margaritas on Cinco de Mayo. Right. Yeah. Like, again, equitable. Like, if you're going to celebrate Juneteenth, like, educate yourself. 
figure out I don't figure need you out to fly to Juneteenth flag. I don't need you to fly the flag. No, but I would love for you to support a black owned business more than just on Juneteenth, but specifically on Juneteenth mm-hmm. as well. I would love I would love for you to teach your children the historic and meaningful reason that we celebrate Juneteenth. Yeah, because they're taking it out of the schools. So well, no, it was never in the schools. Yeah. Well, that, that's let's true. Be, let's be clear. Let's be clear. As my, as my guy Maddox yeah. would say, let's be let's clear. be clear. Let's be clear. Um, it was not. The, yeah, there. Yeah, we gonna, other topic. We gonna get into critical race theory. Yeah. one of these days when when I fully understand it because people talking about it and they don't understand it. Yeah, there, yeah. There's a whole bunch of people making, <laughs> with opinions on something that they don't understand. Like, do you know what that is? Well, it's about no, you don't, because it's not new. It's, I think that's the other thing that people don't and understand. It's not being taught in schools. It's not. And the fact that you would want somebody to wear a body cam at, as a teacher versus a body cam as a police officer actually makes my head hurt. So uh, let yeah, me just yeah, say this: yeah, it's time What would now. our oldest? Our, I never get it right. Our best first godson ever would say. Yeah, what would he say? I need to r- start writing that in our notes. Our best first godson. Yeah. I just because I never say that. That's like your your thing. I saw them today, by the way. Uh, boo. As our best first godson ever would say. That's, That's it. it. <laughs>